previously on Monsters and Microphones. You guys can heist the medallion or you can go to a gala. I'm down to heist. There's no reason to bring the skeleton into the museum, right? He's an invisible skeleton. We're trying to steal something. You want to set up an invisible skeleton loose in a museum? Yeah. I just wanted you to know when this breaks bad, (laughs) this is not on me. On your cue, Jamie. I break the glass. The skeleton grabs the amulet. And as he makes his way out, you just see a floating amulet, like, walking <laughs> through this museum. I try to, like, make it so that the skeleton can, like, see me. Like, throwing motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, like, try to catch it. The cops all turn, and they see you. Hey, you! Freeze! You get it? I have it. Also, they saw me. I go full demon mode, and I just, like, roar at the guards as they're, like, coming this way, and, like, bolt off into the forest. Now, Nancy and Price are driving high speed through the van. You guys are pulling up to an intersection, and you hear a car start to skid. I hit a patch of ice. Oh, God. I look at Price, keep an eye out, and, like, I pull out my gun. He pulls out his gun. And as you do that, sure enough, the fog starts to roll in. Ooh. Um, so last time we left you guys in kind of a precarious situation, Jamie fled the museum to head towards Happy Camp. Mm-hmm. Argus, after spooking the guards with his demon stuff, uh, ran into the woods, and Nancy and Price got into an accident on the road, and we ended last episode with the fog rolling in on both of them. But we are going to pick up with Jamie. Jamie is pulling up on his motorcycle to Happy Camp. What are you... What's Jamie feeling like right now? Is he like... Jamie is pretty freaked out. The, The museum heist didn't go as planned at all but well i mean you did get the medallion we got the medallion yes but the fact that he was seen is what's scaring him because he as much as he enjoys like being in a band and kind of being in the public he doesn't like that kind of attention yeah uh especially because like i think i think i said his dad is like a military man Mm -hmm. so that's a twofold problem of the law and also the dad okay cool so you pull up and um, you're greeted by Lorenzo. Ah, oh, namaste, Jamie. Back again so soon. Uh, yes, it is unfortunate, my friend, that I am here under rather bad pretenses. Uh, I did have to make a somewhat daring escape from the law. Oh, well, I mean, you know, we're not exactly keeping to the letter of the law up here, you know? Exactly. Do you, do you need anything? Do you need anything from us? Or would you just, just need a place to stay? place to stay would be perfectly fine i don't know how long i'm gonna be here but thank you so much for your hospitality well yes the happy camp's arms are always open to you jamie and he like kind of subtly like slips you a brochure just like just in ca- just in case you decide to join i i, I take it and pocket it <laughs> okay um so as you guys are walking towards the camp you kind of have like an overview of san roberto because you guys are kind of up in the cliffs and mm-hmm. up in the mountains and stuff and you see some fog start to roll in on the city. I can tell it's like the colored fog and yeah, everything. Yeah. What do you do? I see it and I just go, well, 
Thank you for the hospitality that I've had so far, Brother Lorenzo, but it does appear that I will be uh, I will be taking my leave a bit earlier than I expected. Leaving so quickly? Yes, I do think that my bandmates might need me in a second. And I haul ass back. Okay, cool. You hop on your bike and you drive back to the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, Argus. Yep. Last we left you, you were fleeing into the woods, so you are deep deep in the woods, heading towards where you think is the storage unit. I'm going to need you to roll me. Read a bad situation. Oh, I'm ready to level up. Uh... <laughs> well, you rolled three dice. Don't, just roll three plus three? No, you rolled two dice. Two d6. Oh, that's right. It's been a while since we played. Leave me alone. It's been a week. Two <laughs> weeks. Ooh, I'll take that one. That is an 11 plus... Plus sharp. Sharp? Plus one, that's a 12. Nice. All right. So you get to ask three of those uh, questions. Uh, let's see. What's my best way in? What's the best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? And what's the best way to protect the victims? I'm going to say what's the best way out in terms of this forest. Okay. You uh, are, are going through the forest because you kind of just ran in here, not really thinking like where you're going. Um, and now you've kind of gotten yourself lost. But way in the distance, you see a thing of light come through like a clearing in the trees and you see shadows passing over it at like a regular interval as if it might be like a highway or something. Uh, Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? As you were making your way through the woods, you start to realize that uh, you're not alone. You see signs that someone maybe lives in these woods. Hmm, I guess in that case, what's the biggest threat? As you are making your way through the woods, and as you notice these signs, someone emerges from behind one of the trees holding a shotgun, and he points it at you. You want to tell me what... Oh, that's the boat captain's voice. Um, <laughs> I see you moonlight. <laughs> um, what's a good voice? Give us your best Rutger Hauer hobo with a shotgun. Oh, God. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Um, what, are you, what are you doing in... Oh, that's fucking Bubs' voice. I only have three voices. Um, <clears throat> Make them southern. What are you doing in these here woods? There he this is, is there where is. I live. There it is. All right, look. Uh, sorry, man. Just kind of lost my way. Just trying to make my you way. You trying to encroach on my turf? I have no... Uh, trust me. I have no desire whatsoever to be on your turf. I am just now leaving, heading toward the... Uh, I assume that is the highway. Yeah, it's the highway. Yeah, sorry. Got lost. Just looking to do some hiking this weekend. Uh, kind of got stuck uh, out here. He cocks his shotgun. He's like, well, you better get moving then. I'm on my way, sir. Do not worry. I, I, want no, I want nothing to do with this place or your shotgun. As he is confronting you, you notice between the trees, the fox starts to roll in. Son of a bitch. All right. And now we cut to the intersection. Back to Nancy and Price. They have just gotten out of that car accident, scared the other driver away, mm-hmm. and... I can't remember. Um, who has the amulet? Uh, I listened to this last night. I believe Price has the has the medallion. That's what I was thinking. Too. Yeah. Okay. And the fog has just started rolling on you. What do you do? Uh, I look at Price and I say, "Looks like we need to get on that ship." He's he's like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> we have we have the amulet. Uh, the only way to stop this is to stop it at the heart of of this." Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to get to the harbor. He's like, all right, let's go. Um, but as you make your way towards the harbor, 
the fog has like fully covered the street now and you know it starts to get get chilly you start to see your breath in front of you and then you start to hear like big heavy footsteps and you don't need to go to the harbor because captain lucius Lindsay appears right in front of you damn flanked by a number of his crew uh and he points his saber at you thank you for retrieving me treasure now just hand it over and there not be no violence here sure let let let's do that and then i look at price and i say price use it and then i i dive and take cover uh okay (laughs) i expect that this isn't gonna work at all but i think that's what she would do so price puts on the amulet and as he does captain Lindsay is like no uh, and Price puts on the amulet and like a huge burst of energy kind of like echoes out and it actually knocks you over. And he comes out of it with this like teal glow in his eyes, like kind of like this energy coming out of his eyes. And he's like kind of like looking at his, his hands as if he like feels like he has like a bunch of power now. Mm-hmm. He's gone super pricey in. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and he turns to the captain, and the captain sees what has happened, and immediately the fog recedes, and the captain, like, he's just like, oh, I'm not dealing, no. And he, uh, he, he retreats, and Price is like, has this energy now. Uh, what do you do? You know 100% that Price watches Dragon Ball Z. Like, that's an in-canon thing. <laughs> yeah, he's... He's a huge anime. He's a huge weeb. Yeah. Uh, I, I assume it's like power swirling around him and stuff like that. I Kind of, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, like his hair is moving in the in wind yeah. that's not there. Uh, I I, uh, I don't get near him, but I say, Price, are you okay? I I think I think so. I feel really strong. Uh, maybe you should take it off. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. And he goes to take it off and... He can't. It is like fused to his skin. Ugh. Uh, I don't. I don't think I can. You try harder, maybe. He's just like, no, not happening. Uh, what should we do? You're the expert. We should reconvene with the group. I think. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. Do you head towards the storage unit? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Cool. Jamie, what are you doing? Um, I should note that the when the captain's fog retreated, the the entire fog covering the city did not recede. Just like the colored fog. Well, no, no, no. The, I meant like there's fog all over town, like the colored fog. And so all of that did not disappear. It's just where, where Nancy and Price were. So what do you do? I probably would head back to the storage unit. If anything bad were to happen, I think we would all instinctively go there. I think I pull out my phone and like try to shoot them a message like what's up? Like what's the plan? Okay. Um, roll me I'm going to say roll act under pressure. See if you get through this drive without any undue trouble. That is a nine. Okay. So on a seven or nine, the keeper is going to give you a worse outcome, our choice or price to pay. As you drive through, I don't know, let's say main street headed towards the storage unit, you notice that, you know, it's a foggy section and the pirate skeletons are out and about looting all of the businesses on main street. As you're driving by, there's one with like a big old ax right in your path what do you do and he he like sees you 
I ram it. Okay. Roll uh roll kicks mass. That is a nine as well. So on a seven to nine. You and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on each other. The amount of harm is based on the established dangers of the game. That usually means you inflict the harm rating of your weapon and your enemy inflicts the, their attack's harm rating on you. So, what do you what do you do exactly when you run up on him? Do you just, just straight up hit him with your motorcycle? Um, I think I would probably have, like, my flashlight on me. Okay. Like, just because that's part of, like, my gear. So, I... I pull like I go kind of around to the side of it and I hold my arm out with the flashlight and I just try to clothesline it with the the actual flashlight. Okay. He takes a swing with his axe as you come by and you kind of swing with your flashlight and you you kind of bean him in the skull and his axe clips your side and you fall off your bike. Take two harm. Well, when I kick some ass I suffer one harm less. Oh, nice. Very cool. So take one harm. So uh, you have fallen off your bike and the skeleton is rearing up for another strike against you as you're getting up. What do you do? I guess I kind of like with the the weird training I've had from the YMCA and my stupid knowledge of wrestling from old WCW tapes in the storage unit. I just try to fucking square up against the skeleton. Okay. Like fisticuffs versus an axe but i like yell like fight me like a man you coward okay. like the mission impossible like you cock your arms like guns <laughs> but you're not strong at all so it's just like Ugh. so you don't you don't have any weapons that you would want to attack it with my weapon is just like a heavy flashlight what's the harm rating of that uh one harm hand innocuous you charge at this thing how do you how do you want to attack it what do you want to do i want to get behind it and suplex it Okay, cool. Roll kick some ass. That is a five, but I'm going to spend a luck. Oh, oh, nice. All right. I think it's the first luck point anyone's ever spent in this game. Yeah. It absolutely is. On a suplex. It's very on Hell yeah. for you. Cool. <laughs> so um, on a 10 plus, you can choose one extra effect. You gain the advantage, take plus one forward or give plus one forward to another hunter. You inflict terrible harm, which is plus one more. You suffer less harm, which is minus one. Or you force them where you want them. I'm actually going to do terrible harm. Hell yeah. You kind of run up on the skeleton and it takes another uh, swing with its axe at you and it, and it clips you again. This time in the leg. Uh, take another uh, two harm. One but, harm? M- but one harm. You're right. And uh, you manage to get up behind it. And because it's a skeleton, it's just, it's just bones. So it's not very heavy. Uh, and you pick it up and you just lean back and fucking suplex it that's what a suplex is right yeah you, you grab it from like you kind of bear hug it depending and then on what you kind, go backwards and then you just flip it backwards and like my goal was to like hit it on the neck okay cool yeah and you uh drop it backwards and you basically disconnect its neck from its head so it's just you drop it and the neck snaps off and the rest of the body kind of like turns to dust as you come down with it and so now you're sitting up and it's just the head sitting there like clacking at you you're just like Arr! can i grab the axe and just kind of like happy gilmore just like take the axe and like golf it away yeah totally <laughs> you fucking just yell four and smack the skull into uh the window of one of these buildings does the axe disappear uh no can i keep the not, axe not not yet it doesn't okay uh, i think i'll go back to my bike with the axe okay and just like just in case like it's like 
I probably assume since it was like spectral, it's going to disappear at some point, but I'll just have it in case. Okay. Yeah. Uh, once you exit the fog, uh, the X disappears from your hands. I slightly sigh and just go, damn it. <laughs> All right. And you make your way back to the storage unit. Yes. Argus, what are you doing? The fog has rolled in. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Okay. Look, uh, Woodsy Jones or whatever your name is. Arnold. Arnold? Well, I Look, I like people whose name starts with A. My name's Argus. That doesn't sound like a real name. You can call me Gus. It, like, my parents are very old-fashioned. But uh, are you, uh, you live in these woods? Yeah, man. This is my turf. I assume you're going to be fine with that shotgun. I'm just going to keep walking straight toward the highway, and I'll leave you be. Sound good? As you say that, the fog uh, rolls in, and two skeletons uh, emerge. Son of a bitch. Okay. He's just like, whoa, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, uh, I'd heard. He uh, takes a shot at one of them. and it, like, <laughs> Mother, okay. Uh, I see your prerogative. I'm glad you didn't shoot me. These guys follow you here. I have no idea. I've never seen these guys before in my life. Um, I, I have no idea what they are or who they are or what's going on. This seems like some spooky shit. Uh, one of them pulls out a gun and is like, you from the boat. I've never been on a boat in my life. Sounds like they know you, man. I don't know what these guys are talking about. I think they're fucking with me. I think they're here to mess with us. Uh, uh, let, all I want to do is get out of these woods. So uh, if you want to head back home, I'll take care of these these uh, assholes. Whatever you say, mister. <laughs> and he kind of backs off a little bit. Uh, what do you do? I am going to try to distract these skeleton creatures and keep them on me and away from this person. Okay. Uh, how are you going to do that? Uh, I think I'm just going to like see if I can book it past them and see, hope the skeletons keep following me. Okay. I'm going to try to antagonize them to like keep them going. Okay. What's okay. What specifically do you do? You run past, you just run past him. Yep. I'm just running away from the dude. Okay. Um, I'm going to say roll act under pressure to see if you can get past them without them getting, getting a lick in on you. It's a nine. Cool. No one's around to help me out, so fuck. How, how do you run past them? Do you do anything cool? Uh, no, I think I just like run. I run by like giving them some distance, and I'm just trying to like, hey, you guys over here. Yep, me on the boat. Definitely the guy you want. Headed this way. So they they turn and they're like, he's getting away, and they start running after you. But in the distance, you hear, wait, what the fuck? Help! Oh no, don't do that. Help me! God damn, Arnold, you have a shotgun. Uh, okay, fine. I turn. I start. I just. Running, I, I keep running. Do that kind of like U U shape, not a U turn, but like just start turning to the left until I can get back to work where I last heard him. Okay, I'm running after him, uh, just like the opening of Zombie Land, where you're just like <laughs> running to keep the zombies chasing you. One hundred percent. Um, so you you kind of round the the tree, and you see Arnold is being uh apprehended by another skeleton, and his shotgun is on the floor. Oh God damn it! Help me, weird guy, please. I want to tackle this zombie. I guess I want to. How close is the shotgun? Like, it's in between you and, and Arnold. All right, I want to pick up the shotgun and go to, I guess, like, slide it toward Arnold while going, and then, like, go to tackle this, the skeleton that's on him right now, just so he has a weapon he can grab after I go down on this thing. Okay. Gross. Phrasing. Uh -huh. uh, so, okay, roll kick some ass. All right. Ooh, that is a 10 plus tough, I assume. That's a 12. Damn. Hot rolls today. Doing good. So you get one of the extra effects. Uh, plus one forward, inflict terrible harm, suffer less harm, or force them where you want them. Uh, I think I'm just going to take suffer less harm. Okay. So uh, this skeleton is kind of grabbing at Arnold, sees you running towards it, um, and you said you slide the gun towards yep. Arnold? Okay. 
So you slide the gun towards Arnold. The skeleton drops Arnold, pulls out its saber, and goes to stab you. But your armor kicks in, and it just breaks the sword. <laughs> and then Arnold picks up the gun and blasts the skeleton, and it turns into dust. Arnold, you gonna be okay? I don't know, man. What the fuck's happening? Look, let's stick together. Let's get out of these woods. We'll get you to the highway. We'll we'll flag someone down, get in the car, get out of here. Sound good? All right, man. Whatever you say. I'm sure everything will be fine. Let's go. And I just kind of grab him and we run. Okay. The other two skeletons are in pursuit, but you, you pretty quickly outrun them. Nice. All right. We are back at the storage unit. Nancy and Price have just arrived. I'm going to say Jamie probably beat them there. So Bubs flies out and I was just like, holy shit, you guys, what happened? Price, you look, you look like a fucking anime yeah, character. Yeah, he, he's in a real bad situation right now. It's like, oh, the power flows through me. <sighs> what? Did he put it on? Yeah, he put it on. It was his decision. The I captain didn't... was there. Uh, I so Nancy said to put it on, so I just did it. No, nah, he it was it, it. was his decision. I. It was I, definitely it was Nancy's, and now I don't. I can't take it off. I don't know what's happening. I smack both of them on the head, like walking into the storage unit. Uh, he smacks you, or you smack him, and like out of instinct, he just like shoots like a fucking energy beam at you, and like puts you through like a wall. Uh, take two harm. Welp, I am unstable <laughs> he's just like holy shit i'm so sorry medical I didn't care even, is gonna be needed i didn't even know i could do that let's not point any hands or fingers ever again price please i'm sorry i'll just i'll go over here uh and as price walks away argus rolls up uh argus do you have arnold with you or did you send him off uh what i think we did is we, we went out to the highway and like flagged someone down and i was just like look get this man like to you know wherever he wants to go if you can drop us off you know it's probably like a trucker or something it's like i just need to get into the city okay cool so you show up alone what do you do or say what the fuck is going on here pain i'm like a super saiyan i don't really know what's happening yeah he he this was his decision again. <laughs> Why in the hell would you ever put on the amulet? Because the book, it said, that's how you kill them. And Nancy said to do it. So I just I crumbled under it the It seemed like a great idea at the time. Price, go like run some laps or something. See if you can get, you know, he's like, all right, energy out. And then he does it and he like runs at like an unnatural speed. Just like, <laughs> that help at all. You doing anything? I guess. I don't know. Are there people in it like back at the lab we can send you to, to analyze <laughs> something about getting this medallion off you? Or should we just, and a doctor, you please. maybe get a doctor for Jamie. What happened? Did you, I may or may not have put him through a wall. Did you antagonize him? He put the amulet on, so I smacked him in the back of the yeah, head. Yeah, that's what I thought. Actions have repercussions, okay? That's all I'm saying. Maybe don't slap me in the back of the head next time. Price, can we get to the labs and maybe have get you analyzed and get him some medical help? Yeah, let's let's do it. Um, well, you guys don't have a vehicle, so you're going to have to walk through the city unless someone wants to take Jamie's bike. Price, can you drive a motorcycle? I can drive a motorcycle. No, you, I, I can don't. definitely drive a motorcycle. I've seen you do it enough times, and I know how to do it. Price, can you drive a motorcycle? <laughs> Why don't you trust me? He just blasted you through a wall. I wouldn't do anything to you. Uh, Argus, I think they take priority. We'll we'll catch a cab. They need to get there like right now. Fair enough. Price, can you drive a motorcycle? Yeah, I'll see what I can do. And uh, Jamie, you get on the back of the motorcycle, correct? Yes. Okay. And they head off towards the H&R block. I like to think that the whole time, like, Price is driving the motorcycle. He's just like, ah! 
<laughs> just it, amped. I, Every time he revs the motorcycle, laser beams shoot out of his eyes. Can, can I make one point clear about the motorcycle? Sure. It has a cassette player on it. Hell yeah. And it's literally just playing Holy Diver by Dio this Hell entire yeah. time. <laughs> nice. Okay, so um, Nancy and Argus call a cab and you guys get in and you're Cab driver's just like, yeah, what the fuck's going on? A bunch of looting and shit going on right now. Yeah, climate climate change, Mercury right? Mercury in retrograde. Yeah, Mercury Mercury is in retrograde. I did read that the other day. Yep, totally. Yep, I, totally. I saw it in the paper. Mercury pretty, in retrograde. That's crazy. I love the fact that there's a taxi cab driver out driving while <laughs> looting is happening. <laughs> People got to get places, man. In prime hours, you know? <laughs> So how much is this Uber going to cost? This is like Uber surge pricing. Well, it's, yeah, it's definitely surge pricing. Oh, come on, man. You can't on account cut of the deal. Kind of the looting and the unse- unseeable fog. You're like the only Uber driver, I'm assuming, that's like working. Yeah, man. Got to get this bread, fam. Do All what right. it takes. I got to respect the hustle. Sure. Right, can you bring us to the H&R block? Yes, absolutely. A weird time to do your taxes, but okay. And he speeds off. All right. You guys all arrive at the H&R block. Uh, does, does he have mints in the... In the thing? The cab? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I give him five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't talk to me. Five stars. <laughs> um, you guys get to the H&R block and take the elevator down. And you go into the medical uh, ward. Everyone sees Price, like, oozing all this energy. And Jamie oozing all of his organs. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, a doctor comes over. Her name's Dr. Thomas. And she is like, holy shit, Price? Is that you? Yes! <laughs> I'm surging with energy. Get this amulet off of me. So they take him into um, a ward, and uh, they take Jamie as well. Uh, is anyone else unstable? Only if you're unstable. Uh, I, yeah, I am too. Okay, Nancy yeah. also gets taken to a ward. So uh, remove two harm and remove your unstable status. Okay. We're going to get some like Tylenol or something for the pain. You know, she throws you a bottle of ibuprofen. <laughs> I start downing the whole bottle. <laughs> uh, you start bleeding internally and die. <laughs> so do you follow Price into his his exam? Yeah, I'm going to go keep an eye on him. So Dr. Thomas, was it? Yeah. So what's what's uh, the plan here, I guess, for? I, I don't know. We're running some tests on him right now. She like types some stuff into her computer. I can try to like. Rip it off if you want me to. Like, uh, seem, like, no, that seems like a bad idea. I got the like, my hand just lights up. <laughs> She's like, yeah, that seems. I don't know what that'll do. She is like, uh, we're doing our readings, and it seems like this. This is the medallion of Alderic. How did you guys museum get the? It's ah, that, that makes sense. Been in town apparently forever. Yeah, this is a very ancient, uh, cursed artifact. Uh, as you could probably tell from the effects it's having on. Uh, my boss. It grants the wearer supernatural abilities, again, well, yeah, as you no can shit. see. But at the cost of the wearer's soul upon their death. Ooh, that's uh, probably not too great. Can I, like, investigate a mystery or anything? Like, is there something I can do as, like, a, like with my backstory to know, like, what I know about this or I've heard about it or something like to get more info on it? Because it seems right now all we know is, like, it, it gives people powers and for whatever reason... Ghost Captain Man has it and wants it back. I don't think we learned anything last episode, right? About this? Well, yeah, they went to the library. Yeah, we went to the library. Is there anything yeah. we found in there? Like, outside I, of that? That it was oddly next to the bat section. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't think we learned anything about like the nature of it okay. or what how we would destroy it. Like we don't know any of but yeah, that's kind of yeah. what I'm getting at. That I'd like to. Is there something I would know yeah. more about or or let's yeah roll investigate mystery. We'll see. All right, see if I level up. <laughs> oh fuck, <laughs> that's a five plus. Oh, uh, it's investigate mystery sharp sharp. Uh, plus one. That's a six. Um, someone wants to help out. <laughs> well, no one else is there, but you can use a luck point to Shit, jump it up to point. a 12. You know what? I am going to use a luck point. I feel like it's important that we know about this, even though we ha- like we have nothing right now yeah, yeah, yeah. about how we're going to beat this. So with my luck point, it's a little bit different from everybody. Uh, we'll we'll um, I think we'll get into that a little later. Okay, cool. You know, but about there it. is an effect with Argus's luck points whenever he uses them i've used my luck okay um okay so you can ask two of the investigate mystery questions i guess what can hurt it hurt it meaning the amulet yeah like what can be i guess more specifically like what can be done to stop it okay so um she's kind of like doing some readings on it it's got a a spell on it a spell that 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 binds it to its wearer and the spell is only broken on the wearer's death, whereupon it takes their soul, and then they wander the earth as a specter for the rest of eternity, which I imagine is what happened to our pirate friend. But maybe a, someone well versed in magic could. My hand lights up. <laughs> could, I mean, like, like, like doing magic, like doing spells. Maybe someone like that could. Do we have anyone like that here? Not here, but we know of, of a place in town where a bunch of magic users hang out they're not very friendly but if you could convince one of them to help you sure i'm great with people and i like (laughs) give a thumbs up with my hand that's currently on fire (laughs) i guess would what sort of creature is it fit differently from what we already know in terms of um because right now we know it's a medallion that takes souls but like don't necessarily know if it's a monster or if it's just like a cursed item or i wouldn't say what sort of creature is it maybe what can it do is better yeah, she's like, it sounds like the medallion is kind of a, in a self-perpetuating cycle. The only way to kill someone who has been cursed to walk the earth by the medallion is to kill them by someone wearing the medallion. So it's just stuck in an eternal, like, Price kills this person, but then Price is going to die, and he'll be roaming the lands looking forward forever. Right, but potentially... Have Price kill the creature, and we use the magic then users break to take the, the... break the spell. Got it. Okay. Nancy goes, see, I knew, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> I'm going to delegate this to someone that's probably a little bit more versed in talking to people. Dr. Thomas, make sure he doesn't point at anybody. Got it. Watch, just sit him down in front of a TV. Uh, I hear Ninja, Mutant Ninja Turtles is pretty good. <laughs> uh, they've also been throwing around the word Dragon Ball Z a lot. No idea what those two things are, but we'll see. Oh, it's really a, it's a cultural touchstone. If you know, if you want to integrate yourself into human society, you should really check it out. I'll add it to my list just after the breakfast club. And I turn around and walk out of the doctor, like the, the medical bay. As you walk out, uh, Nancy and Jamie get out of their, their treatment. Um, and you guys kind of all meet up in the hallway. What do y'all talk about? And what do y'all do? Ow. Feeling better? How you doing, Nancy? Or- it's not Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, it's all this White Claw. It's all from my system pumping my blood. Yeah. All hyped up on White Claw. How you doing, Jamie? I have felt better. Yeah, teach you to maybe keep your hands to yourself. I slap him in the back of the head. <laughs> you put him through a wall. No, <laughs> <laughs> to, no the eternal, I have the medallion now. 
What did the doctor say about Price? Is he okay? Uh, Price is good. We're going to put him on a steady diet of Dragon Ball Z and uh, not pointing at anybody. But it seems like he is eternally cursed thanks to someone telling him to put on the medallion. Stare at Nancy. It'll solve our problem is all I'm saying. It, technically, Nancy is correct. It seems like this medallion is some kind of, sort of curse that... Once whoever the wearer uh, puts it on and they die, they basically become like this pirate captain that's been chasing us this whole time. Only person that can take him down is someone wearing the amulet. But we might be able to get it off using like magic or something of that similar nature. I offered the fire hand. She said no. But it seems like there's some people in town that might have a little bit of magic dealing. Mm. Don't think I'm the best person to go talk to them. I don't exactly have what I, from what I understand, people call social skills. I'll go, but can someone please get me a pain pill? Will you settle for a Mountain Dew? And I walk to a vending machine and... (laughs) (laughs) You have varying degrees of just not helpful. Here you go, bud. And I throw the Mountain Dew can at you. It hits me in the head. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I guess I'll... I'll, I I will go. I'll hobble my ass over to the mages. Okay. Nothing wrong. We can all go together. Just we probably want to assign a point person to do the talking. I will do the talking all right sounds good so do y'all want to go to the mages before i think taking on the captain i think honestly we should get rid of the captain first and then get it off of him well sure but maybe we could do this in one fell swoop like maybe we could take him out and if somebody comes with us they they could just jiffy on the spot you know i mean i just the thing is i just don't want people more people to be in harm's way because i mean like there's skeletons on the streets looting everything i mean on the other hand we don't know what this medallion's going to do to price for all we know like he'll blast this creature and then go mad with power and point the wrong direction or that's kind of what i'm worried about put someone through a wall again look we get together i think we can we can go find these mages wherever they're at we can go ask dr thomas what she says like they're local so i mean i assume they gotta have some kind of meetup they're Apparently not the friendliest types, but maybe we can go find them, convince one of them to come with us. We all show down with uh, Captain Obvious, the the pirate booty bay person. Take him down. Take the amulet. Go from there. Problem is, we only have my motorcycle. We really need a vehicle. 